You are now listening to Bodies by Design Radio with trainer Fred and Coach Donovan, where we talk about all things fitness, nutrition, and the mindset of how it all applies to your busy life. For more, head over to bbdforlife.com. Hey everybody, what's going on? This is Trainer Fred and welcome to the 35th episode of Bodies by Design Radio. I'm really excited about this episode that we are doing with my co-host and best friend Donovan. What's going on, man? Hey man, feeling good. Feeling good. Glad to be here shooting episode number 35. This is a good one. Yes, we are going to be talking about something that's painful. We're going to talk about something that's discouraging. We're going to talk about something that we all deal with on a regular basis. And you will, at some point, have to face it and prevent it, deal with it, and get over it. And what are we talking about? We're talking about nagging injuries. Um, It is just such a bear that sits inside the room that 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 we deal with all the time with our clients i don't think there is one person that comes in that was worked out with us in the last 20 years that don't have something that they are dealing with that could be back pain knee pain neck pain um, previous injuries uh, anything that you can possibly think of and i think we've become ninjas at working around injuries and keeping our clients in very good shape however our main goal is to make sure that they overcome these injuries and you know a study suggested that 38 percent of all people that exercise suffer from injuries each year and this is truly a subject that's worth exploring and if you're listening to this and if you have a nagging injury this might kind of shed the light on what's going on with you and what you can do to actually prevent it. And then if you do have the injury, what can you do to get over it? And there are three different workout injuries that are the most common that we deal with. And I'm going to let you cover those, Donovan. All right, let's get into number one of the top three workout injuries, a strain or pulled muscle. Now, this happens when a tendon, which a tendon connects muscle to bone, uh, or a muscle is stretched or torn. So if you're feeling a strain or a pull, that means that uh, you've stretched or torn that, that tendon. So if you suffer from a strain, you'll feel the pain and swelling in the main muscle belly, or a loss of function if the strain is occurred like, you know, close to the tendon or in the tendon. And so this can feel like, say you're in a plank position, right? And you've had some uh, old shoulder injury where you stretch those tendons out and strain them and you're trying to support yourself in this plank, but it just feels like it keeps giving out on you. That's an example of what you can feel if you have a strain or a pulled muscle. So many strains occur as a result of improper warm-up or insufficient stretching. So the key here is to make sure that, you know, you're getting these warm-ups in. And um, so strains hopefully that's a a good enough breakdown for you to understand if you're feeling a strain or a pulled muscle it's going to affect your stability a lot of time because that's occurring in the muscle belly all right so let's get into number two number two is going to be sprains and you've heard of this when someone said man i sprained my ankle well what do they mean by that Uh, a sprain really occurs when a ligament which connects bone to bone is stretched or torn 
while this can happen at any ligament in the body, the most common placement of the sprain are the ankle, the wrist and the knee. And that's, that's where we see it more often in the gym too, is a lot of people deal with um, knee issues, wrist issues and ankle issues. Um, often this injuries will happen suddenly as the ligament is stretched beyond its normal limit. Kind of like when you're playing basketball, you come down your ankle basically goes the opposite direction that it should and it sprains the ankle and uh, and this usually happens like during fall during falls or acute trauma so this is uh, this is something that actually some one of my clients is dealing with right now she uh she sprained her ankle it's all swollen and uh uh strain or i'm sorry the the sprains are very difficult to get over especially if they are in locations like the ankle the wrist and the knee because those are the parts of the areas that we put a lot of pressure and they're also at use most of the day so avoiding a sprain is definitely recommended but sometimes it just happens and we're going to get into how we can get over those things here in a minute Let's go into number three. Number three is the dreaded low back pain. And you've likely experienced this. It's said that 80% of the population is going to experience low back pain at some point in their lives. That's a big number, 80%. Uh, The list of causes for low back pain is very diverse, right? It can't just be nailed down and say, if you do this, you're going to experience low back pain. There's so many different reasons why it comes on. Now, here are the main reasons for workout-related low back pain. The first one is improper form. This is number one. So similar to bad posture, using improper form while performing weight-bearing exercises will leave your low back sore and achy. So if you think about loading your body up, one of the main pillars of your body is the center of your body, which includes your lower back. And so with improper form, what you're doing is you're breaking down that pillar. So you have to make sure that form stays tight. The good news is that once your form is corrected, this pain should start to go away over time. And so let's go into the next one. The next one is weak muscles. So if let's say you have a desk job that, you know, it keeps you sitting at your desk for hours on end every day, and you do this desk job for years, then what happens is those deep back muscles become inactive and start to become unconditioned. And this is where we see a lot of posture related issues, right? You start rounding forward, uh, you're stretching those low back muscles, they start to get really loose. And then you go to activate them when you come to do an exercise program and they fail on you because they're not properly strengthened. So the result is an aching back. So we got improper form, we have weak muscles. And then number three is gonna be strained muscles. So again, not to pick on the, the desk job people, but another result of sitting all day is tight back muscles. So not, you know, you might be the person where your back muscles are overly stretched and they, then you go to activate them and they don't work properly, or you could be overly tight. So your back doesn't even operate the way that it's designed to. So when these muscles are not properly warmed up or not stretched out before exercise begins, that's where muscle strains occur. So those are the top three low back pain causes. Um, So we covered the top three workout injuries. Now let's get into how do we start to prevent this? We have a five-step injury prevention plan for you. So go ahead, Fred, you can break that down on number one. 
Yeah, well, injuries really don't have to slow you down from meeting your fitness goals. Uh, and one of the discussions I had with our client that hurt her ankle is I told her, look, you've been working out for such a long time that you have confidence in yourself in the weight room. And most people that have very low confidence, when they get an injury, they just stop working out, period, because they're like, I've got to wait to this hill before I can go back to the gym. That's really not true. Um, knowing what your injury is and realizing that that's just one portion of your body and the rest of your body can still work comes down to education, comes down to confidence and comes down to actually getting in there and continuously doing your work while you're allowing that injury to heal. But one of the first steps that we talk about from preventing injuries is just stretching, right? And what's more boring than stretching is you want to exercise, not sit around and touch your toes. And even though it isn't exciting, stretching is the best way to increase muscle elasticity and durability. Uh, tight muscles are big contributors to strains. Uh, and, uh, you know, you got to take the time to stretch every day before and after your workout to uh, stave off injuries. Now, there's different types of stretches, you know, in our facility, uh, before we do any kind of uh, uh, workouts, we have a routine that we go through that is called the dynamic stretch. And the dynamic stretch basically gets your body moving in a way that you're stretching the muscle groups, but you're forcing blood to the ligaments, to uh, the bones and the tendons by movements, very similar to uh, doing movements like yoga and Pilates to really kind of get the body stretched out, but at the same time, get the muscles warm so it's ready for the dynamic movements that happens during the workouts. Um, after the workouts, we do what's called the static stretch. A static stretch is where you are going into, let's say, a hamstring stretch by hanging down and reaching for your toes or um, putting your hand on the wall and turning away slowly to stretch your pecs. So there's different types of stretching that goes into play at different times that can prevent the injury. But stretching in general is one of the number one ways to prevent uh, injury due to the fact that it creates muscle elasticity and durability. What's the number two, Donovan? Number two in your five-step injury prevention plan is that warm-up that Fred was just talking about. So preparing for your workout should not begin and end with you putting on your gym clothes, all right? Um, your muscles need to be influenced into motion by way of a 10 to 15-minute warm-up. And like Fred said, in our gym, we have a systemized warm-up that everybody goes through that no matter what workout we throw at them, they are prepared for the workout because they've gone through and they've rotated their spine, they've rotated their shoulders, they've sat into squats, they've done their lunges, they've prepared their body for the workouts. Uh, and they not only being prepared for the workout, but it goes deeper. They've prepared themselves to be as injury-free as possible. So cold muscles are less elastic, like Fred was talking about, and therefore they're more prone to tears. So do not underestimate the power of a warm-up that prepares your body for any workout you could ever do. And it takes time. You want to give it 10 or 15 minutes, you should already have the heart rate up slightly and be into a little bit of a sweat. That's how you know you're more prepared for your workout. Let's go into number three. Number three, proper gear. Man, this is so important. Uh, for most fitness enthusiasts, you know, proper gear has everything to do with their shoes. You know, don't be fooled. Not just to say that shoe uh, that any shoe will do. You got to find shoes that offer support and traction, 
uh, for your exercise choice and make sure that they're not too tight or too loose on you. If you have a pro, if you're prone to ankle injuries, you got to try a pair of high tops, which, you know, we don't really recommend that because, uh, unless you're playing basketball, right. Um, you got to make sure you tighten that up or if you have like a ankle brace or whatnot, but what we try to do is make sure we create that ankle stability through exercise. And that's one of the first conversations that we have with our clients when they come in, you know, it's like, if you have the right gear, you're going to be more confident that you can get that, get the exercises done and do them properly without feeling like you're falling all over the place. A lot of people will wear running shoes inside of our facility. And here we are trying to do squats or we're trying to do power movements. And those just simply are not sufficient with running shoes. So we recommend different types of shoes that have more stability and more traction and more lateral support for that ankle stability that we talk about. And this changes the game as soon as they change their shoes. You know, what you wear with your pants, your shirt, if something is like tugging on you, if it's too tight or if it's, not, if it's too loose, it can get in the way. So you have to find a balance of what actually works for you really well. But for us, All right, I'm gonna jump right in there. Fred cut off on us for just a second. But yeah, like he was talking about those shoes are really, really important. All right, we're gonna move on to number four, lifestyle. Now, stop for a moment and think about your car. If you don't main your, maintain your car with, you know, tune ups, regular oil changes, quality fuel, then you can't expect it to perform well on the road. Um, what happens is, you know, the same thing really applies to your body. It needs certain things. So getting healthy amounts of sleep, eating well-balanced meals and staying hydrated, managing your stress, uh, all of these things contribute to the performance during your exercise. Here it is. The healthier your lifestyle is the likely, uh, I'm sorry, let me start that over. Think about this. The healthier your lifestyle is, the less likely you are to suffer an injury. Now, a lot of people don't think about it that deep. They're just thinking, well, if I'm healthier, I'm going to look better. No, your body is responding to everything you do, all right? Your muscles are responding to all the inputs. Like, do you feel rested? That muscle is going to be performing better for you. Um, let's see. We lost Fred for just a second, but he'll be back on. I'll go ahead and do number five. Step number five, uh, condition. This may seem like the most obvious step to injury prevention, but unfortunately, it's the most overlooked. People who keep their bodies in top condition by exercising regularly and maintaining a healthy lifestyle, those are the people that are the least likely to injure themselves. What happens is with a lot of people, they get into exercise and maybe they're not coached properly or they just have like this type A personality that are ready to go. They go out way too hard, but they're not conditioned for that. So they end up with these nagging injuries but they want to keep going. So they, they work through these injuries and uh, use the whole, you know, the term, the no pain, no gain, which is one of the worst terms ever and end up more injured than they ever need to be. So you got to stay conditioned and ease into uh, your workouts. Uh, when exercise programs are started and stopped sporadically, your muscles are most likely to become injured. So if you're going in and out of doing these exercises, you're not staying consistent, then you lose that conditioning that's really important for uh, preventing these injuries. So, of course, 
being conditioned is also another great benefit that everyone enjoys, right? The more conditioned you are, the better you look, the better you feel, and who doesn't want that? So the ultimate injury prevention plan is to work with a coach. If you're not working with a coach now and you're kind of doing things on your own, you've been, you've been experiencing these injuries, then at very least take these five tips that we gave you to prevent injury, but you may need to work with a coach. And that's one of the things that, you know, our clients in our facility have recognized that having a coach helps keep them consistent and accountable and they are less injured. Now, granted, when you're in the game doing things, everybody deals with some slightly nagging injuries that come along, but that's a lot less than someone who doesn't know what they're doing, who gets into exercise, jumps in way too fast and doesn't have the proper guidance. Um, so that's your five-step injury prevention plan. Now, hey, Fred, you're back on. So you have anything you want to leave us with? Yeah, you know, the working with the coaches is, is an amazing idea. However, sometimes the coaches can take you so far, right? And that's when you have to get extra help. And that's one thing that we're so excited about doing at Bodies by Design is that we have created an ecosystem of not only high level coaching, but recovery as well. Uh, recently, we um, brought in Violet, which is a, uh, she's a, um, tell me, what, what is her title again, Donna? <laughs> she's an orthopedic sports massage therapist. Yeah. Orthopedic massage therapist. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's not a, it's not one of those just kind of lay down, let me rub you down, make you feel good type. She finds the injuries, she goes to the source of it. And uh, she really kind of manipulates those areas that are nagging and kind of bothering the client. And I and I and our clients have responded to that so well. So many people have gotten back into the game so quickly due to her therapy. And then on top of that, we brought in Josh, which does regular massage therapy. And now we're bringing it on. We're really excited about bringing on Patrick, who is a, a doctor of uh, physical therapy and a former professional Brazilian soccer player. And um, we are so excited about all of this because this has created an ecosystem of high level coaching, high level training. And also if there's any nagging injuries that immediately starts uh, in the client's bodies, they can go see the correct person within our facility and continue with their training. Because look, if you have a bunch of injuries and they're bothering you and they're, they're hurting you and it, you know, it can get very discouraging and it can get just downright depressing. And right now, just to share something personal, I have what's called tennis elbow. The last time I played tennis was in the eighth grade. Okay. So I, how do you get diagnosed with tennis elbow? <laughs> and you haven't played. I, I just don't know how they name these things, right? Yeah. So, and one thing I definitely don't want to leave off is our amazing yoga instructor. We brought a yoga instructor to kind of um, take care of our clients that need more of that mobility and stability in their body. And she's just done an outstanding job of getting some of our people back into the game and enhancing their bodies to be able to do the exercises from the demanding workouts that we uh, make them go through each and every week. So, uh, it just feels like, um, this is the strongest our bodies by design team has ever been to serve our clients at the highest level possible in order to keep them in the game, keep them consistent, keep them pain-free and continue to deliver the results 
that we have been delivering for the last 20 years. Yeah, man, it's really powerful. Um, you know, I hope this episode has served you. Again, go back and listen again. Use those five steps. And uh, we love sharing this stuff with you every week. There's somebody in your life that's dealing with some nagging injury or some pain. Make sure you share this with them on any platform that you use for your listening to your podcast. And we look forward to being back with you on episode number 36. Peace, y'all. Peace out. For more from Bodies by Design, please head over to bbdforlife.com. If this show was valuable to you, please share it out. There's someone that needs this message right now. Also, please head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star rating and review. When you do this, it helps us climb the iTunes charts, reach more people, and impact the next life. We appreciate you tuning in, and we're committed to keep bringing you more great content that, when applied, has the power to change your life.